right. Kicking off a new podcast. Kicking off a good week. So, uh, what is up, guys? It's Austin and Brock today. So, it's a little change up from the All or Nothing show, if you all have Come watched that. Yeah. Um, this show, we have a different mission, and this one is going to be called Two Dudes Business Podcast. Business yeah. Podcast. And really, we're rolling with that name just because it's something I just kind of thought of immediately and I told you about because I was like, we don't want to be like a poor man's MFCEO or really if we're not trying to rip any of that or some of these other like business podcasts, but really it's like, hey, we're just two dudes that own small businesses and we just want to talk about what we're experiencing, our lessons learned, because there's a lot of entrepreneur, entrepreneurs and startups, um, even people from the All or Nothing show, shout yeah. out to John Wilson, that, uh, you know, have taken the leap into that crazy world of owning a business and don't know what the hell to do. And honestly, it's, it's kind of like a wild wor- world out there, and we'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, but the fact is that no one really knows what they're doing. Nope. And so hopefully a podcast like this can give you at least, if not direct information, which hopefully we can provide and educate, but also the confidence to be like, hey, these are just two dudes. They just said, fuck it, tried it out, and uh, they're going for it. Yeah. And hopefully as our both of our businesses continue to grow, you can kind of see what worked, what didn't, um, lessons learned, all that. And reiterate, like I guess I at least my intentions with this show, and once Brock gave me the idea, the concept, I was like, yes, because I have seen us give inspiration to other people in the community, whether it be local or through social media. And uh, not that we know everything about – which fortunately the topic of this episode is knowing nothing. Uh, we don't know a lot of anything. We just keep moving forward. And that's hopefully what we can keep y'all doing and give y'all, I guess the perspective and insight of what we're currently going through day to day, week to week, Yeah. shit, fuck ups, slip ups, whatever mistakes or huge wins. Hopefully and uh, in general, it's an insight from people trying to make it rather yeah. than, you know, you, and we do the same, follow a lot of podcasts from people that have already made it, which is great. Mm-hmm. They can obviously give you plenty of lessons because obviously what they did worked. But at the same time, it's a little bit easier to see like a uh, on-the-ground troops kind of perspective. Yeah. But a brief introduction of ourselves. We'll just do it for this episode. You'll kind of get to just move forward. My name is Brock Covington. I own Iron Bolt Gym. We've been open uh, just under a year now. Mm-hmm. Um, we're nearing that deadline. And um, even before opening a gym and – even during opening a gym, I also do a lot of freelance video editing for uh, real estate agents across the country. Keep going. Um, basically, over like 100, 200 agents. So that's technically a business. It's freelance business, but it's not something that uh, I really kind of throw a company name to. But it is entrepreneurship and where I make most of my living. I also am a bodybuilder. Recently in the past year, I've become a very big uh, avid runner and hope to get more into that. Um, so also trying to really focus on building my own personal brand through Instagram and social media and things like that as well. So uh, that's a little bit about me and why maybe you should listen to me. I'm only 21 years old, too. Yeah, I, I, don't to really, I don't really like to push the whole, like, oh, I'm young, look how much I'm doing thing because I feel like my standards are a lot higher. Uh, but in case that makes anyone either click off or click on. Yeah, and a cool thing about that, you know, I'll talk about myself in a second. <laughs> I'll grab the <laughs> mic. But is – uh. You know, it's it's never too late to get started. It's never too early to yeah. get started. So yeah. that goes to show I'm a little older. I'm 31, and uh, my name is Austin. I'm 31 years old, and I started Gym Flow in about 2014 from just an idea after I got home from work, realized that I wanted to do something that was going to be my own, something I could create and make special. 
and uh, started with three bottles that cost us, when I say us, that's me and my brother Jake. Uh, we invested about 75, 80 bucks into our first three bottles of our first pre-workout product and then flipped a couple hundred units over about a year's time, met a third partner, got a huge loan, went from that to uh, making a lot of mistakes, making some good mistakes, and years later, I'm here now, still keeping it moving still forward kicking. and, uh, you know, doing the thing, learning as I go. But uh, I'm also, I don't take any money from that, so all the money gets put back into that business. And full-time income is from personal training, and I've been personal training about seven years. Yeah, and that's something we'll talk about in a future episode is that neither of us pay ourselves from our business right now. Yeah. Like, I mean, I as I elaborated a little bit earlier, um, I do via my freelance video editing and I'm sure, you know, and, and uh, affiliate marketing, things like that through my uh, Instagram. And obviously, you make money through your personal training, but our kind of like passion projects or our businesses that we're working on really growing, we don't write any any checks yet. Nope. Um, but anyway, so today's topic, we can dive into it now after all introductions are out of the way, is in general, no one knows what the heck they're doing. No. Um, every CEO was at one point just a dude like writing or signing up for an LLC. You know, and, uh, you know, whether it's Andy Priscilla, like, starting in a small store or, you know, Bill Gates started that first computer, whatever the hell it is, whatever example um, you want to use, everyone started from the bottom at one point point, didn't know what the fuck they were doing. And so I'll elaborate a little bit on our perspective, and I'm, I, I'm sure you have just as many stories, if not more. But with opening a gym, you know, Maddie and I were like, and Maddie's my girlfriend for uh, those who don't know, is... We were like, wh- you know, where do we start with opening a gym? Obviously, there's buying equipment. There's, like, the fun, flashy stuff. But as far as legality and, and paperwork to do and getting a property and leasing and all these things, we're like, what the hell to do? So our first instinct was, okay, let's kind of Google it. But obviously, with Googling something like that, and especially with us being a bodybuilding, powerlifting niche gym, it was like there's no information really out there. A lot of these gyms are smaller and newer, and uh, it's just not something you can Google. In addition to that, a lot of these gym owners, either if you can get a like find out who owns whatever gym, they don't really want to talk to you. No. And I mean, we even emailed a gym down the street from us. I didn't know we'd end up being down the street from them, but uh, my mom knew this woman that owned a CrossFit gym, and uh, so I got her email like a year ago, basically from opening the gym, and I emailed her. I was like, hey, you know, I'd love to just you know pick your brain a little bit, ask some questions about finding a space and all the stuff, because I, I I know nothing. I'm fresh out of high school, basically. And uh, didn't get a response, and I'm sure if I shot some other DMs and asked some people around, I mean, th- I think you should try and find mentors, and that's one thing I wrote down is no questions or dumb questions. You should ask as many as you can to people you know, whether they're in the same industry as you or not. Um, I had one guy uh, that was a family friend that – he gave me a lot of advice as far as kind of saving my money, he, you know, not to put it in stocks because those can go up and down, especially with COVID happening. I, mean, I would have lost a lot of my savings. Um, but also kind of just instilling a little bit of confidence in me to continue asking these questions and just going for it. So, you know, with finding a property, we just had to dive in. We didn't start with an agent. We were just looking at properties online. We'd contact and call and say, hey, you know, this is so-and-so, we're trying to open this gym and, you know, hope that someone gives us a chance, especially with us being young. Yeah. I just expected to get turned down. And uh, luckily we got some tours and things like that, but it was still hard to push through that. And, you know, you just take, a, as you call it, a lot of kicks in the dick, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And, um, but eventually, you know, we figured out 
how to find a property. The other thing I'll touch on, I'll let you elaborate with your business is uh, weird things pop up that you you know that you can can barely find online even. So Maddie was calling all these places trying to figure out what legal paperwork we needed, and we found out that gems have to, or they get filed under the Department of Agriculture, which is so strange. Like, how are you supposed to find that? Was is that for only Hanover County, or is that like statewide? That's a uh, state, if not countrywide. Oh shit. Um, it's like, I guess because they don't have a full department of fitness or mm-hmm. commercial gyms or health clubs is like a lot of times what they're called. But we're under the Department of Agriculture. And then specifically in Virginia, there's a Virginia Health Club Act, which basically it's nothing too complicated, but you do have to reference it in your contract. It basically states, you know, like how much you're allowed to charge as an initiation fee and all this other crap. Um, but there's a lot, there's like five or six different notices you have to put in your contract to get it filed and approved via the Department of Agriculture. We actually just got a letter in the mail today saying we're good to go till next year. Um, but uh, it's just, you know, strange things like that. It's really not, it's not really the money you should be worried about with paying like lawyers this or that, but it's more about having all your ducks in a row as far as legality yeah. and making sure you're good to go, having trademarks done. I know you recently got more of that done. Um, but that was like our biggest concern, but it's just through calling people, being comfortable not knowing, being yeah. comfortable uh, knowing nothing and, and maybe feeling stupid. But at the end of the day, everyone starts somewhere. I think that's the biggest message. Yeah, and definitely props to you guys for not literally not knowing anything and then reaching out, expecting or looking forward to probably getting told no. You know, it's the, the fact of knowing that more, more no's are going to happen than yes, like for advice or just people – ghosting you type deal uh with gym flow so like i mentioned before we started off in 2014 with barely any money i didn't have a lot of money at the time i just lost a ton of work uh as me and my brother were working for my mother's business we still rolling awesome uh and i was just looking for a way to create something that i wanted to take something that i could create and make something special out of and create my own flavors you know the whole nine just make it my own and uh we thought it would be a cool way to be able to you know, make our own products and save money. Anyways, we invested about that 75, 80 bucks, made three bottles and gave a bunch of samples out to uh, friends around the gym, the local Gold's gym where we were at. And people were like, man, this is good, y'all. You ever thought about selling this? I'd buy some, you know, blah, blah, blah. And we were like, oh shit, okay. So not only could we make this for ourselves, but we could sell it to people to make money to cover our own product, you yeah. know, to have free, and literally sure free the product. Big, the big question in your mind as success came was like, okay, well, how do we mass produce this? How, how does one yeah. get connected with the manufacturer? How do we, you know, get the tubs and this and that and and at first labels? I wasn't, to be honest, the first probably six to eight months, I didn't think of that at all. I was like, oh, we can just keep on making handmade tubs in our apartment, Shit, which man. is totally not legitimate, you know. But I've had so many people reach out about the story because I posted a YouTube video about our story and stuff like that as well in the past, and people are like, oh, well, how did you run it and make it all legitimate? And like, was that was it legitimate? Mm-hmm. I don't answer yes or no, but I'm saying with any business, if you want to do something, there's going to be risk that you may have to take, you know, or you don't, there's uncertainty about everything. I didn't know how to do it all correctly. I was just going to make sure that I at least was doing it, Mm -hmm. making money to where if an opportunity came up that we did have some money, but uh, we flipped about three, 350 units hand to hand, making all those tubs ourselves by hand in our kitchen and met a third partner who got involved with us that was like, hey, 
I have plenty of relationships in manufacturing and stuff like that. Let's legitimate go big scale with this. And uh, we didn't have the funds to do that because, you know, not that it takes a huge overhead to get started with the supplement. It does take, you know, a lot of money to just sit there. And then if you want to do it right, you definitely need a a good chunk of money. So we were able to get a loan from a family friend of $25,000, which was kind of crazy back then to think about that somebody was just going to give us $25,000 to do. They didn't know. We didn't know what the fuck we were doing either. Uh, long story short is that, you know, we took that 25, made a lot of dumb decisions right out the gate, just not knowing, being green. And I, I say this a lot to people that are starting off, whether getting a loan or starting, you know, small and using your own money as much as possible. And I would say starting small and using your own money as possible before getting a loan because without the experience and the kicks and the dicks and the fuck-ups, if you get that lump that. sum – yeah. You're going to you're going to put you're going to let that money just get drained because you don't know what works and what doesn't, you know. I think the biggest like lesson people could take from this podcast too is you can't research or fund experience. Like you have yeah. to you have to learn by doing and just go for the business. Ask the questions, talk to as many people as you can because you can never hear information too many times, really. And so the more gym owners you can talk to, in my instance, the more manufacturers you can talk to, in your instance, mm-hmm. um, just the more brains you can pick and then actually applying it. You know, you can listen to as many entrepreneur podcasts as you want. It doesn't make a business for you. It doesn't make no. your business successful. So you have to actually apply some things. You have to try stuff and be uncomfortable. Uh, be comfortable being uncomfortable and not knowing what the hell you're doing. Yeah. And just be patient and know that you'll learn along the way and learn from learn lessons from issues that you uh or mistakes you make basically yeah and uh but till till this day it didn't it wouldn't until probably the last year maybe a year and a half two years uh now that i look back on it to realizing that damn i should have started a little bit slower not tried to go out with a bang per se with that huge loan but Needless to say, we were able to make it happen, and we're still here today, obviously. We just learned – you have to learn quick. If you got to be dumb, you got to be tough, you got to yeah. be quick. When even with shit, you know, like two weeks ago, the the fuck-ups you made earlier have prepared you for fuck-ups now yeah. to where you handle them even better, you're less stressed about them, and, yep. and you learn to keep moving forward because you've already taken those hits, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And so you're just used to it. Um, But as far as now, you know, we are still working on – getting things like bills paid we still have debts that we're working through but we're able to still perform you know daily functions with business and keep moving forward and have steady income coming in or revenue per se uh so we're still working out the kinks daily still still things we don't know like even um you know we we brainstormed a lot about like advertising and marketing Mm -hmm. it's like i think a big piece to online retail businesses and supplements and uh it's something that honestly i think you would agree with you haven't even like really touched you know at all no um, at least not not consistently or not uh, effectively, and so uh, trying to figure out when to delegate, you know, either hire someone for this or try and learn it yourself. You know, it's something you have to balance as far as time and money and investment things like that. Uh, but there's still stuff you don't know, yeah. you know, and even into like new different products, maybe like you know vitamin pills or different you know or, you know organ health and stuff yep. like that. There's a lot of things that uh, haven't been glanced at. There's a lot of things with the gym as far as expansion or hiring people or like learning, you know, how to how to set up a 24/7 access system that, you know, we didn't know and a lot of things we're still learning and adjusting. So, yeah. um, you're just always going to 
be a few steps behind where you want to be, but it's just still taking those steps and moving forward. Yeah. And taking those hits and just keep on coming. One example that pops off in my head that we hit that was one of the biggest that we had many big ones, but one of the biggest ones that I can remember was we created in our mind, and this goes to show like the lack of experience and knowing what fits our our customer demand, what customers are looking for. You know, we thought, oh, in our idea or in our head, this product was going to be the golden product. It couldn't be any better. It was loaded to the gills. I mean, we took a lot of time. And this was our original Overcome formula. And to this day, is a fucking badass product. But it's no longer here. Yeah. It was one of the products that could have sunk us very quick. And it almost did. Uh, yeah. We we had this one product. It was called Overcome. Loaded with creatine, amino BCAs. acids, BCAs, pump. Pro- it was a complete pump, pump product yeah. as well. It had like four products in one. Very expensive product to make. And we dumped probably $25,000 alone into that product. Yeah. And... Uh, thousands of units and were stuck with hundreds of yeah. units after it and just wouldn't move so well, uh, like a year ago did you finish out this yeah dogs? finally yeah. got rid of them all which when i say get rid of them i wasn't looking forward to having to do that but i couldn't we we didn't know that the demand wouldn't there and we weren't yeah. able to relay as well as we could have yeah. looking back on why that product was so great and why it was a little bit more expensive than most other products, you know. It's things that we've learned now knowing going forward that we aren't going to, you know, let those slip-ups happen. Yeah. So we'll end the podcast around here just because uh, it's a good short one. Yeah. Kind of introduce the podcast, introduce the topic, and kind of introduce us in a way that I feel like this podcast title alone kind of fits us and the podcast in general and where we plan to take it is that no one knows what the fuck they're doing. But – we're excited to keep taking our shots and uh, keep moving forward, keep learning the lessons. And, uh, yeah, it's all about just moving forward. Uh, please let us know what other topics and what you would like to see or learn yeah. from us moving forward. Drop in the comments we below. We definitely plan on touching on financing options, um, you know, how we create content on a budget, different things like mm-hmm. that that I think will really help a lot of people that, you know, don't know where to start, don't know what equipment to have or, you know, where to get financing or loans. Uh, so, yeah. We have topics lined up, but we'd love to answer specific questions, specific issues you're dealing with, or uh, potential companies that you're trying to start. So yeah. let us know. For sure. Feedback's welcome. Yep. And share the podcast. Yeah, share it. Brand let us know new. what you think. For real. Brand spanking new. It's going to help us out a ton. Yeah. Let us make this better for you. Yeah. You know? But uh, to wrap it up, on Instagram, at Brock Covington. At a page man. A page man. Mm-hmm. Or at Jim Flow. Yeah, or, or at Jim Flow. Or at Iron Bolt Jim. Yep. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you guys later. All right, guys. See y'all. Perfect.